mm-hmm. you and I have both experienced that in different ways. Totally. And like, I do find that. Why are you going to get a real job? Why don't you just get a desk job? It'll be so great to know what your paychecks are going to be. And I'm like, shut up. No. Um, although I have sold myself to the devil, but um, it has. I know, but you enjoy yourself. He seems mind. quite and nice. it's just for now. <laughs> Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degin and Kristen Mandela. Okay, welcome guys to our content creation and creativity workshop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> our episode We're on teach how, you how to be creative we today. Aren't good at this. <laughs> <laughs> We're just creating a bunch of shit, and yeah. so that we thought we'd talk about it. But I'm actually really excited because um, I think that creativity is, like, such a unique and, like, subjective thing. Definitely. Um, but I know I look elsewhere to get, like, tips for creativity. Um, so I thought it would just be super interesting to to discuss it. I mean, Agreed, thought- baby. This would be this is one thing that bonds us as well. We're both very creative people. Um and we always, always bounce ideas off of each other. Definitely. <laughs> Even if it's like, do I look good in this picture? <laughs> yeah. Um, there would and be the moments answers. that I'd be on a run and I would text Kristen of a um like a like an idea. Not an idea of like a, a corner, like a street corner. And I, oh my and God. Yeah. I would you'd be like, this would be a really just, cute place to take pictures. <laughs> but like, because I'd be on a run, I would just text her the street corner and then I'd get a message being like, so are you kidnapped there or is that a cute corner to take yeah. pictures? Yeah. At one and point, I literally messaged you unsure whether you were like, okay. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think that's quite funny. I know. And I, I like that you always have my back that way. Always. I got you. I'm ready. Mm. Okay, so I guess to like start off, what yes. do you create? Like what is your I mean, like how would I describe like my creativity yeah. or like what I do? I yeah. guess like I-, I think that well, one of the things is obviously this podcast, like with you, mm-hmm. which I really yeah. love because it just feels very free form. It feels very like natural for us to have these yeah. kind of conversations. I really enjoy the things that we talk about a lot, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and I think you can tell in the episodes, like how you listen to them. I would just say, I, I, I guess I also have my Instagram. Obviously, I have my website, um, like at thegreener.good and thegreenergood.net, which is mm-hmm. like thegreenergood.net is taking a, like a little bit of a backseat. I'm trying to kind of yeah. figure out what angle I want to take it. But I guess that, that's something we can get into on this episode, obviously. But for like as far as my Instagram, it's something that I've had for a few years. It's been something that I've done like quite casually. And then there's been like yeah. bursts of taking it more seriously and then bursts mm-hmm. of like not taking it seriously at all. And that's one thing I really want to talk about with you today yeah. is like my issue, not my issues, but like how I've kind of tried to find that consistency and I think that's like the one thing is that I'm super creative I have like my notes app is just like bombarded with different ideas of things that I want to do and create um but I obviously have like a really hard time with implementation and a really hard time with um like 
getting that like and I'm not whether it's self-doubt or whether it's just like eh, is that really such a good idea you know what I mean like I'm like the first one to be like this sounds cool and then like 20 minutes later I'll read this the same notes app like like the note that I made and I'm like this is garbage and I can't I know, tell but which like, voice is true <laughs> I know, you know so I, mean? I actually I really wanted to get into that too because that is such a huge thing when it comes to just being creative in general is Definitely. like the fear of being seen even mm-hmm. and like the fear of putting your content out there and like will it stick will people like it and blah 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 but i have many thoughts on that too um and i think that like you do a great job with your content thanks baby yeah and i, I think it like really flows the line between like educational like and, and blah 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 yeah. into like casual and personal and all of that stuff so I mean, I guess for people that are like came to this podcast without really following me, I can give like a little bit of a synopsis about like my Instagram, I guess. Please do. So the reason that I started the Greener Good initially was because obviously I really care about the environment and uh, the climate crisis movement in general. Mm -hmm. And I was finding a lot of, I guess not really, I, I, I was listening to feedback from family and friends about kind of the sustainability movement and how they never really felt like they could necessarily be a part of it because they felt like there was like this level of perfectionism that was kind like of required. Like all or nothing mindset kind of Yeah, thing. like an all or nothing mindset and how you yeah. kind of like had to be eating a certain way, living a certain way, purchasing a certain way in order to like really feel like you could participate in the conversation. And that was something that was always really baffling to me because I was kind of like, well, we all require this planet for Mm -hmm. existence. Like I think the bar is as low as it could ever be for us to care about the environmental movement, even if we come from it from completely different places. And even if like, let's say like eating a certain way isn't really like a priority for you or or like even if it isn't going plastic free or, or low plastic or whatever it may be, I still think that like the bottom line is we don't want to lose like millions of uh, – like ha- yeah. have a millions of extinctions and kind of like this like global collapse yeah. that we're There's experiencing. There's no um, like – level one there's no barrier for entry yeah Yeah, exactly and I think that was the one reason that I really want to start the greener good was like get people in the door and kind of create this like very welcoming environment so people from all walks of life and all kind of like backgrounds could feel like Mm -hmm. they could be a part of the environmental movement and just like be a part of the conversation and be curious without feeling like they're going to get judged for it and that was something that I really felt really passionate about at the beginning especially was like I don't want people to feel like shit if they're not like doing things doing the same way as me like it's like I, I buy all my stuff secondhand and like I'm vegan and I try to avoid pl- like there's certain things that I do there's other things that I don't do very well either and I'm not even saying that those things are like the perfect ways to be sustainable but I think people like get it look at that and they're like oh yeah, like, yeah. I can't do any of those so, like I can't talk to you about this and I'm like I yeah, think yeah, you can yeah. talk about whatever you want to talk about <laughs> I know and I think that you I think that you provide a very entry-level way into seeing everything yeah. Like it feels – it doesn't feel intimidating or overwhelming. Right, which is like um, 100% because my goal. I know I only started learning about all that when we became friends. Right, like totally. Straight up five years ago. And I actually – what's crazy, as you were talking, I was like, I remember us having the chat back and forth of you texting me being like, what do you think? I want to start my Instagram page. Like do you think yeah. the green are good? Do you think this? And we were like bouncing names off Because of I didn't other. know what to, yeah, my handle to be. yeah. And that yeah. like wasn't that long ago and it just feels like obviously it's it's quite a like a, a humble community. Like I really like like how engaged people are that are on mm-hmm. my community. Obviously I'd love for it to continue to grow. But I think in order for it to continue to, to, continue, to continue to grow, I need to like 
be way more consistent. I think that's like the one thing that I find so challenging is that it's kind of like selling yourself all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think one thing that I've always struggled with is just like a lack of a like-minded community. Like I have a lot of friends and people in my life that are like incredible, amazing, whatever, but like nobody's really in my same niche. And I think yes. it's hard for me to like pair up with people and be like, yeah, like I want to like take pictures doing this or I want to go do this and whatever. And like, I think I feel like I'm in it more alone than I am. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. But like, and that isolation is like, not this yeah. community totally. um, of people to do that with you. Cause I mean, there's so, I mean, there's tons obviously of Instagram like influencers and, mm-hmm. and creators and all that stuff. And I think a lot of them are always looking for, for exactly that. Like you don't want to be, yeah, it's probably true. I know I feel I that literally too. I never that ask like, people. Yeah, you don't want to be the person that's like, hey, can you take my picture here? Hey, can you do this? Or like blah, blah, blah. I know. And I just think I get in my head too much when I'm just doing it all by myself and I don't want to like. Yeah. Well, it's – I think that's another important thing. It's really hard to create on your own. Like it it seems really idealized to be like I created this and like – and it's, you know, it's my idea and it's my baby and it's my content. Totally. But like – you're only hearing the voices in your own head. So when you are creating something and you're like, this kind of sucks, where is that coming from? Is that actually coming from like an objective perspective being like, okay, I was really tired at 2 a.m. on a Monday night and I just wrote down an idea that is garbage. And sometimes Mm -hmm. those 2 a.m. ideas are the fucking best thing to happen, but you need somebody else to bounce it off of. And I think it's also just like so important to create like an open – I know like safe space is such a buzzword right now, but like really truly like a safe space to like bounce your ideas without Mm -hmm. the fear of judgment from the other person and really just trying to be like, is that a good idea? Or do you think that's a sustainable idea? Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I always (laughs) Yeah. I go from like zero to like 100 with things and then I burn out really quickly, which is something that I know like you, I think are much more like diligent with your consistency and sticking to things in a way that I admire. Whereas like I'm like, I want to run a marathon or I want to do this. And then I'll put like no steps in place. And I remember talking to my therapist about this and she's like, how about you just try to go for a run? And I'm like, yeah. huh. And I hadn't thought of it as like individual runs. I just thought of like I need to run a marathon in four months or five months or whatever. And I just put this huge immense pressure on myself. And I do the same thing with my social media. I'm like, I want to get to 20K followers. And then I'm like, I don't ever think about the individual steps in between that of like, okay, how many Mm -hmm. posts would that mean or whatever. And like not that the numbers really matter. It's just more of like to, to inspire me to continue and to be like more consistent. Yeah. But I never think of the in between, which is like the in between is what it really between is, is what about. it's all about and that's why i don't know exactly. if you, did you see my post today about my anti-depression no. checklist okay so, oh yes 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 i did yes, yeah I did. so i want to start doing everything like that where it's like i start well for those that didn't see obviously it's just on my story so it'll be gone for like long long after this is posted but i basically made i got a whiteboard because in the winter i just get really super depressed and i have already kind of been feeling a little bit down the last mm-hmm. few months anyways so as a way of kind of combating this, me and Andres, like we, like I set up this whiteboard, but I'm creating reward systems nice. in it. So it's like Dre's to cook me dinner, a really good foot massage, like things like that. Love, because love I am 100% motivated by gratification <laughs> and by yeah, things that I, I get mean, to receive. That's, that's and I think that's exactly normal. it too. Like totally. That's, there's this thing too that they say like, 
Um, you should just sometimes like create just to create. It doesn't have to be a good thing, but it's yeah. like creativity is also a muscle that you practice. And right. whether it's like learning, like figuring out ideas or being more perspe- perceptive to things going on around you, which you can get inspiration from, draw inspiration mm-hmm. from. It's also like a way to just like trust your own in- instinct. And then the more that you do it and the more that you create, the more you start to see like ob- a little bit more objectively that like that is crap, that doesn't work, right. that I don't like. But some I think things, like it's it's important to create even, like, not work. just for it to be good. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also like if you're like creating content, which mm-hmm. is what you do, um, you also want stuff that sticks and that yeah. people like and that mm-hmm. people are responding to. And I mean, we're lucky in this world of like with Instagram and like analytics and stuff like that because then you can actually see – you can look what back hits. and see like yeah, what it's hits, true. what doesn't. I definitely also don't use the, like my analytics to my advantage yeah. too often either. Yeah. But it's it's a whole process too. It's not just yeah, like let me sit down and – like just bang. I mean, today. I think I think the one thing too that I've been learning is that you kind of have to figure out how your brain best operates and I think mm-hmm. I'm still in that process of learning what that is. But I think like you can't really fight yourself. Like if you see these other people on Instagram that are like, "I wake up at 5 a.m. and then I go to the gym and then I make it's a smoothie a bowl and then I right there. and then I like make 50 reels in a day and then I edit or you know, you know what it is. You always yeah. you always see these people um who have like these incredible you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, daily routines. And I feel like when you put that incredible pressure on yourself to kind of be like that, you're going to burn out. You have to yeah. figure out a schedule and like and what works for you in that way because I think otherwise you're kind of just not doing it for yourself. I agree. You know what I mean? I completely agree. And I do also think that like, yeah, sometimes I don't think you should just create for yourself. Like sometimes, yes, definitely sit down and have moments where you're just creating because I think that's also very good for your brain. I think it's been like scientifically proven actually, if I'm not mistaken, but it's like very, very good for you to just create and it like, it's like, I don't know, like the happy hormone or something like that. Like it really truly makes you happy. And then I also think that it's on the flip that you have to learn if you are creating stuff for other people, like if you Mm -hmm. are creating your content for someone else for it to sell or for it to whatever, like you do have to be be shareable and stuff. Like you have to I guess I just mean more in like in the implication of it, like how you go about doing it. Like you kind of have to do it from a place where you actually believe what you're doing and like it can be sustainable for you in your lifestyle and not like this like glamorized version of things because Yes, yes. This like highlight real stuff that happens. Like obviously TikTok and there's other apps that are kind of challenging that notion where like it's like the rawest version of you is kind Mm -hmm. of what hits. But I still think on Instagram things are much more curated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally is. And I think that's what like now that's why TikTok is gaining so much popularity because people For are just sure. like don't have the energy or the time. And especially like with COVID and everyone was stuck indoors, like they weren't doing these cruel things to curate their Instagram pages right. anymore. They were doing very mundane day-to-day monotonous things. Mm-hmm. And it like that's another thing. Like people just loved to see – that, oh, there's someone in Arkansas. I don't know why that came to me, but like there's someone in Arkansas who is like, you know, doing the exact same thing as me, but it's kind of funny to see it. And that's like, and that's content that works. Yeah, 100%. Like 
I, I work in social media, so I do create content quite often. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like I don't create a lot of content for myself. I was just looking at my Instagram. I'm like, I haven't posted a picture since the end of August. And I often get into these things of like, I want to take my Instagram more seriously because I do eventually want to get into like social media management on my own and not like for And then you can people. help me. <laughs> I would love to, but then I I go into this like – oh, like, that's going to be dumb. Like, people are going to look at my Instagram and be like, what the hell, Aline? Like, you, whatever. Like, they'll, like, I'll be judged for it or something. Right. Like, it's and, almost like an indication of how good you are at your job. Yeah. And then, but when I'm creating content for clients, like, I find it pretty easy because I'm like, oh, like, this is what their audiences want to see. And I can see their analytics. I can see what's working. I can see the most commented on, the most saved, and all that stuff. So I find it really easy to create content for clients that's awesome like oh that's like yeah that's a cute picture throw up that picture and like this is the caption this is great but when it comes to myself i'm like i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah i've wanted to create a um what's the word i'm looking for like uh like a little show like not a one woman show but uh a cabaret for mm. five, six years, for five years now. Like wow. since I moved back from New York, I was like, I want to do a cabaret. Like I think that my story is like kind of interesting as an artist. I think that would be really cool. And it is 2021 and I have like a page of content written. Oh my and I just went out for uh, dinner with a friend last week who has gotten to like dramaturgy. And he was like, oh my God, if you want me to read your show let me know and i was and he's like you can you can send me whatever you have right now and i was like oh god no like i literally have nothing (laughs) no like i have something that i'm like this is cool but not enough to give you and like i'm just like i'm in the stage of creation where i'm just putting words on a page and i'm just Mm. writing and i i haven't even edited it myself to be like okay like what's the actual storyline here like what's the like, what's the theme? Yeah, what yeah, are we yeah. Talking about? It's still, just kind it's still of like, beginning phases. Yeah, it's still very much like verbal diarrhea onto a right. page. But like, you know, Nothing I'm wrong just with kind of verbal diarrhea. We're both very, uh, yeah, we're very both familiar. Verbal. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I mean, like, with all this creation, like you, I know you do the get into like creative ruts and stuff like that. Oh yeah, baby. It feels like I'm in more ruts than I'm out of them. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, do you find that like you go through a rut like? through specific seasons like do you think that with, yeah like, the august time, always like, hits really oh. hard for some reason i don't yeah. know why um but i feel yeah, like I'm august not- you usually have a lot of like family obligations or like not family obligations but like you're a lot more um like social stuff happening in august yeah maybe that's so what it, it gets is. hard to find time to like create content yeah, I, I don't really know if any of that like I it, it really feels like content creation like is is something that I I I truly love doing and I, I get mm-hmm. a lot of joy from it. I just think it's something that um I have to tweak my relationship with because what I've gotten into the habit of doing now and I think it's something that really fuels my ruts is I become a consumer of content more than I become a creator of content. And I think that's really when my ruts become 
like the most stagnant and like the most kind of hard to get out of is when I'm consuming far more content than I'm putting my energy into being creative or even just like being present, like really. So when which, I'm kind of feeling a little bit down, I spend much more time on TikTok, I, I, which I've recently deleted um, just to kind of like yeah, figure yeah. out my mental health stuff again. But like I think that's something that I've always noticed kind of comes goes hand in hand is like when I start really like – doing the doom scrolling you know what I mean and I'm putting all of my energy into consumption rather than yeah. creation like I just because what happens is and this is something that I noticed recently especially on TikTok where like you see these videos at like million something views and I'm like this is trash like I feel like I have something to offer or whatever but then I get myself I, I get so in my own head about whether mm-hmm. or not what I'm sharing is inherently valuable or whatever which is yeah. is so silly but it's like that inner monologue that happens I think with with people that are creative especially that it's like is this worth sharing? Yeah, And totally. I think that happens more so when I'm consuming so much because you're just getting inundated with all of these really popular creators all the time. But that do you are ever doing- look at it as like from a point of research as opposed to like, oh my God, I've just – because I, I – part of, part of my job is to like look at other – like, look like similar at, go agency. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like go on TikTok and look at like what the p- other people are doing – and it's so hard. And I was having this conversation. So funny that we bring this up. But I was having this conversation on the weekend about like people who are like, I want to create viral content. And you're like, that's sick that you want to create viral content. But like truly, like if you look at TikTok, there's like videos that have tens of millions of views of like someone who has their camera so close up to their face that you can see their boogers and they like maybe make a fart noise with their mouth. Yeah. And that and gets like 6.1 million likes. Yeah. But then there's someone who has like, a you know, like production. you that would has put in work into like making it educational content and like mm-hmm. informative content and entertain blah blah blah, and they'll get like maybe fifteen hundred views, maybe. Yeah. So like you really, I mean, yeah, you can kind of tell like what's good and what's not, but in terms of like being this viral piece of content, there is no formula yet. I don't think at least. And I also think the hard thing with it being like based on numerical value systems, like X amount of likes, X amount of views, X amount of comments, X amount of reshares. It's hard, I think, for like brains, like human brains that are quite sometimes hyperlogical to a fault. (laughs) Like you see a higher number and you're like, oh, that means that it's better. Like I even notice when I see – when I see videos that have lower views, I'm like less inclined to engage with it because I – feel like it's less like I'm like oh this is like kind of just not not worth a video but if I see like a yeah. crazy video I'm like oh I'm going in the comments like I'm doing whatever yeah and there is like a, a sense of validation that comes from those numbers and I think that's the hard thing that has kind of rewired our brains in the last like 10 years yeah. you know what I mean where we really it it's very natural obviously if you see a super high number you're like wow that must be mm-hmm. good or popular or whatever and I think that's something that I'm trying to, to consciously fight against is like you know what I just want to not focus on that and I want to just do what I do and have it come from a sincere place and the people that will stay will stay and the people that will find me will find me and that's like deep down where I am but then there's all this bullshit that kind of swirls around on top that's like oh always go viral go viral go viral I had like I had a TikTok well I have a TikTok account I like had a bunch of videos on there I say a bunch but like maybe five six whatever (laughs) a bunch and then I deleted them all Mm. I literally deleted all of them I put up two yeah and I put up two like new ones And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. But my last one that I posted, which is a video of me singing. I love that video. It took A, 
probably a million tries because I couldn't figure out like how to get the headphone and like Mm -hmm. make it sound okay and like not whatever, a whole bunch of logistical stuff. Yeah. And then it also took a really long time because I was like, who the fudge wants to hear me sing? And I literally was like, nobody wants to hear this. It's garbage. But it's coming from a place of, for me, it's coming from a place of like, I don't perform anymore. I don't sing anymore. And you miss it. And I miss it so damn much that I'm like, mm-hmm. this is really my only outlet right now. Right. And so I wanted to post that so bad and I felt good after I posted it, but it took a really long fucking time for me to kind of drum up the courage. Yeah. Drum up the courage. And there's a lot I of vulnerability, felt, I think, with sharing your life and your talents and your skills or even in like yeah. bad moments. I think there's a lot of vulnerability in content creation. And I think that's like the one thing that I think still bums me out is the like the boomer kind of voice that I find mm. that really delegitimizes or like feels like it's not a legitimate yeah. type of work. It's not a legitimate way to spend your time or to invest in or they kind of have this like traditional career kind of idea. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that you and I have both always fought against. Obviously you yeah. being in theater and and just like us both having these kind of creative callings and always feeling yeah. like a traditional we're having nine a to five. Fight for, yeah, we're having yeah. a fight for our – like I say way of life, but like choosing. But a little bit. Like I think yeah. like it's even when I used to work at – like I obviously still work at the re- restaurant, but um, like the amount of times that I've been asked by people like, oh, what do you do outside of what, – what's your job outside of here? And I'm like, f- I don't mind that question, but there are lots of people that have serving mm-hmm. jobs as their full-time jobs. Yeah. And I think we I have to get, get out of this – Yeah. You, mm-hmm. We have to get out of this mindset, A, that our jobs are our identities. I think that's something mm-hmm. that's super – unhelpful and not true we are so inherently valuable outside of our jobs and I don't think I think us tying our value to what we do is only really helpful if we're truly truly aligned to what we're doing and we really feel like we're giving back to community giving back to other people and making a positive impact otherwise I really don't see how it's relevant you know what I mean like I just I used to my like being an artist and being an mm -hmm. actor was like a huge part of my identity and I know we talked about that in another podcast but it was like such a huge 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 part of my identity totally and it's even when I started to spend so much time doing something obviously so much time and it's like that's what people knew me as like Aline is an actor Aline does theater Aline sings and it's all of these things Aline does this Aline whatever that it almost like when I went down this like new path it felt like such a cop-out right and I was like am I not that person anymore so then I really was like I need to find something that keeps me creative because I really just tried to extract like as an artist, why was I so content calling myself? Why was I so proud to call myself an artist? Why was I so happy to do that? Right, like what were and the elements was, of that that really brought me joy? Yeah, and I was like, it was just being creative. It was just like creating yeah. something that like maybe speaks to people or people can relate to. And so I get that same kick through this podcast because we mm-hmm. always have people messaging us, which like we love and thank you so much. But like, know, we always have people messaging best. us being like, that's a, that was a hilarious episode or like, oh my God, I went through that. I related to Kristen's side. I related to Aline's side. I related to this. You mm-hmm. guys have great, like, and that's the kind it's of stuff best. that I'm Thanks, like, guys. cool. Like, yeah. I'm happy that we're connecting with these people that we didn't have a chance to otherwise. Definitely. So like content is working. Right. I say, obviously, we hope. Also, my neighbors um, are having like a tap dance party. Can you hear that? Sorry, Chloe. No, I couldn't she hear it. She's going to kill me. Oh, yeah. Somebody <laughs> just like literally did like a full hippo hop upstairs. 
Oh, well. Heck yeah, baby. Oopsies. We're not in professional <laughs> studios, baby. We're just hanging out. <laughs> so that's what you get. Out. That's yeah, what you get, baby, until I mean, we start getting famous. <laughs> so make us famous. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's so true. And I feel like there isn't – I don't think that there's a formula. I think like that's something that you and I – I know we've had like lots of talks about where it's like X versus Y or like you have all of these like social media – um individuals like like instagram people that are like oh you want to know how i went from zero to ten thousand followers in one month look at my comments and it's like do something different do it a lot and you're like no i know (laughs) i don't have the means like i I, i'm too tired (laughs) the world is burning i'm fucking (laughs) exhausted what else too is that i find when everyone's like do something different like do blah 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 provide value i think about it like i really but maybe this is just like the kumbaya in me but it's like you there's no other you in this world so you are inherently different so if you post something online that's different oh my god okay i also got to get into this conversation sorry just really quickly but it's a it's a whole thing i've had this conversation multiple times okay oddly in the last like month or two of separating the art from the artist Mm. and there's proponents of the of the side that it's like no they're different like this person's an artist, this person's an, this, like this person's an artist and this is their art. And it honestly comes up about Kanye West. Right. He create, he's a, you know, creative genius. I personally, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion. Hot take. Dislike the guy. Me too. I think he's, I think he's a trash. big freaking weirdo. So yeah. I don't listen to his music. I'm like, right. whatever. And I, if you listen to the music, if you look at the music that I listen to, I tend to listen to people with great voices. Do I know their names all the time? No. Right. But I'm like, your voice is sick. I'm going to listen to you. And then I'm mm-hmm. going to become obsessed with your whole album. So the whole the whole conversation was, how do you, do you separate them? And I said, no, you can't separate. Because mm. the artist is making art based on their experiences and their perceptions like you're, you're saying they're intrinsically the tied. They're intrinsically tied. Because I can agree this with that. person is, I think making, it depends on the kind of is creating art, something but. Based on their viewpoints of the world, their what their they've experienced, their yeah, lived experiences, totally. their it's true. own perspectives. So the way you see something is not going to be the way I see something. So right. what we create is going to be different. And it is quite an intimate thing, I think, or at least yeah. it should be in some instances more than it is. But I think it is a quite an intimate thing to create something, especially for the consumption of other people. Yeah. Um, and kind of like have that vulnerability be out in the world. And I think if that is the case and that is like their true whatever, I'm not talking about like pop songs or whatever, although I'm sure yeah, that there yeah, is yeah. a level of vulnerability sometimes in that too. I think you are showing a side of yourself. So like if, yeah, I, I, I kind of I kind of agree with you. I get kind of caught up in this though because I, I do really like like certain stand-up comedians and then they make like stupid fucking comments. Yes. Although, like it feels like every comedian right now is just shooting themselves in the foot. And then I'm like, I, I don't know where to toe the line. It is, I obviously know. this isn't, like it's a bit of a cav or like a bit of a like an offshoot of yeah. our conversation, but like I think that's such an interesting conversation to have because I don't know I what the answer it, is. I know I I say it like that, and but it depends on I who I like. Like there are certain artists totally. that I honestly feel like they could probably do no wrong. I think I could shoot my dog in the face, and I'd probably say thank you. I don't have yeah. a dog, luckily, but <laughs> I. But it's true. It's like, hard to say because like mean, for some people I've, that is Kanye. Some people feel like he can do no wrong, or like the whole thing with like um with Travis Scott, like that whole concert thing. Some people are like defending him being like, there's no way for him to see. And then there's other people. Uh, did you hear about that whole thing? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. like but eight people dying in this concert. With, and like, I'm like, with I don't know. Kanye do is that like person? the two, 
conversations that I had were right. actually, I believe one of them was for sure defending him and being like, you can separate them. Like they're just like doing their job. But I'm like, you're, you are tied to your job. That's why some people make it and some people don't. That's why right. Kanye is where he's at and he gets called this creative genius or this weirdo or whatever because yeah. the, uh, what I guess it just depends out. on, like, for me, the difference between, like, if a Kanye song's come, come if a Kanye song that I like happen to like comes up on my Spotify, I probably wouldn't change it. But if it was the matter of like, and I guess my point is kind of stupid actually now that I'm saying it in my head, but if it came down to me like purchasing a ticket to see him or purchasing his merch, like I would Mm -hmm. never, but like I also realized that he kind of does get paid um, like through Spotify, right? Like do you get paid through? I think so, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how streaming services work. But either way, I just, um, I think it would just like limit how far I'd interact with them like as a person. Yeah, Totally. I would say like I think for a formula to creativity, I would say a little bit. Yes, there is a little bit of a formula and it's not from the perspective of like you need a dash of blah, blah. Like I think it's it always you need time. Right. I don't think. Which is a huge privilege to just be able to have time to create stuff. Which is a huge, huge privilege. You need time. You need like an openness if you are sharing that like you need like a judgment-free zone because not everything you can you're going to create is gonna be good right <laughs> most of it will probably be crap That's and true. i think that you just like an op- i say like that time and no judgment but i also think like you just need trust like trust in your own abilities because you might think something is good and you might be proud to put it out and if you run it by the wrong person they might shoot it down and like your idea will never get out there yeah it's true so and, and i think to your point with like asking people in a safe space i think ask people for sure but i, I would still say take all advice with a grain of salt and if you really feel agreed. like some that you really care about something and you feel like the world needs to hear or you just need to let it out i really think that that's an important thing to listen mm-hmm. to if you can kind of tap into yourself and be like this really means something to me this art form or i just need to freaking yell on top of my roof or whatever <laughs> i don't care yeah. what it is if that feels good to you i think that that's something that you should listen to regardless because i think the the expression of creativity in whatever form I do, I do think that it makes certain people uncomfortable because I think it brings out a lot of like judgment from other people who I'm smiling like they, because I'm like I know where you're going and yeah, I like, love like it. I, I think it brings out judgment from people that like either are threatened by it or feel like they could never do it and then that makes them project their insecurities on you so like even if you yeah. feel like you have a really safe person that you're like hey it's my roommate it's my best friend it's whatever and I want to ask them if I should do this if deep down you really want to fucking do it, just absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. And and maybe you need a few people to hype you up beforehand. But if you don't get that or if you don't have that in your life, yeah, I think take a few seconds to ground yourself and then just do it anyway. Because I think there's always going to be people that are uncomfortable with a different path or a different way of doing mm-hmm. things or something that people haven't seen before. And it can be really discouraging to hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think you and I have both experienced that in different ways. Totally. And like, I do you find that. Why get a real that- job? Why don't you just get a desk <laughs> job? But it'll be so great to know what your paychecks are going to be. And I'm like, shut up. No. Um, although I have sold myself to the devil, but um, it has. I know, but you like, enjoy yourself. He seems quite and nice. it's just for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would also say like when I do have an idea that I want to bounce off people, yeah. I do tend to go to other creatives. Right. Because and I think that's smart. 
Like yeah. me. We always call each other when we need advice for we things. We do. And I think that's smart and because I, I love everything I, you do and you're perfect. So. <laughs> Angel. Angel baby. Angel baby. It's true. But though. I do because I'm just like, I want someone who is going to like, and I don't go there because it's like, I'm going to go to a creative person. They're going to be like, that is gold. Like you don't need a yes baby. person. But you just need, need somebody yes that's going to see it open-mindedly. I just need someone who's a little bit sometimes off the rocker like I am. Yeah. You, know you need I mean? a little off your rocker energy. Yeah. Or else I it's need just, a little... shit gets boring, you know? Exactly. So it's, I don't trust you, you normies. Know... <laughs> <laughs> you muggles. It's so funny, though. Uh, actually, I'm not going to say it. It's too judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, I, was, no, I went to the Leafs game the other day, and I made a comment about how, like, when I see, like, really, like, because the Leafs are known for, like, attracting a pretty, like, wealthy crowd, especially, like, the only people yeah. that can afford Leafs games are people that have, like, season ticket through their, like, cor- yeah. like cor- corporate jobs, basically. And it's such a travesty because it's, like, such obviously, like, a loyal fan base and nobody can afford to go to see them because <laughs> it's so expensive. But anyways, I was, like, kind of seeing all of the the suit dummies. I know that's a rude way of saying it, but, like, all the folks that co- were coming from Bay Street. You know what I yes. mean? And yeah, I was yeah. like, it's so funny to me that like a lot of people always consider these people like the most trustworthy in our culture and society. And I see them as the least trustworthy. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, I don't trust you. If there was a fire, I wouldn't ask you. Like, you know what I mean? I, not that yeah. I wouldn't help them. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying I like s- my my mind has been shifted into the opposite because I feel like if you've sold yourself to this way of life and you're perpetuating this like capitalist exploitation anyways i'll get off the thing but i'm just saying. i mean kristen you're like on one total end of the spectrum and we appreciate it we love it we, we need a we little thank bit you spectrum. for your <laughs> for your words however i will say there are people obviously out there that have wonderful nine to five jobs that are just oh yeah nine to five jobs i'm just talking specifically five, about finance people the suits and finance, even so and like i'm sure the there's some individuals yeah. that are lovely i say that because i have wonderful friends who are also in that industry and i'm like the i I know you guys. I, they're just oh, such so do I. Andres was literally working at a bank like a year ago. Yeah, um, I'm but purely being a jackass say, who generalizes way too much in the other, like the other way. You know what the I mean? The other side. Yeah. But I will say that the, I think that the reason for that is because as creators and artists and I all think of it's because I've been given a hard time. Yeah, we see the world. We see the human. We see the humanity. Like we see humanness, right. and that's where we create art from. That's mm. where we create from. We create you know what? from That's a, a place of like explanation that I was gonna say. Yeah, for sure. we create from a place of like <laughs> seeing people and seeing you the world. Beautiful optimist. Whereas, <laughs> whereas like the it's finance people I'm, and all of those, yeah. they may like their their brains are literally trained. That's why they're doing what they do and that's why they're so good at what they do, is because yeah. they're it's just a different lifestyle and way of life. Like that I yeah, can't of how you can make the money to. and so they may look at things from a very black and white perspective. I mean, I right. studied finance in school. But so that's how me, we've like, gone to this place where now the planet is burning, is people not seeing the humanness and stuff. But anyway, that's for a yes. different episode. Probably <laughs> never an episode. But <laughs> I'm sure everyone caught because everyone's like eye rolling. Everyone well, people, the people the that know me are like, oh, God, like- Kristen. This is what I'm like at every freaking party. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so uh, thoughts on capitalism? <laughs> I mean, you went as a damn oil spill to a house. Oh my God, yeah, I did go as an oil spill. I went as a BP oil spill, the BP oil spill, obviously, in the Gulf Coast. Ever heard of it? Um, yeah. And then I went as Veronica from the Archie comics. Like, if this that is This is why is not, you're the yin to my yang, baby. I need a little darkness a with the, or a little lightness with the dark. Yeah, I come of in our hot. Friendship. Making people think about their choices. Exactly. And then you're like, you know what? I'm really cute and fun. And everyone's like, I like you. <laughs> yeah. 
But also that's what makes this so interesting because I it's come true. from that side and you come from that other side. Yes. And, and together yet we somehow, meet in the middle for Exactly. Something special. Exactly. So do you have any final words to say for our creative souls or anyone who wants to be creative? Do you have anything to say that like for anyone who does work in those like finance or, or, you know, those Bay Street types who want to be creative? Like I'll just say a compassionate note to folks that maybe feel like they have a calling outside of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I would say, listen to your gut. You are not your job. You have inherent value no matter what you do, no matter how productive you are, no matter how much you achieve or make. And if you feel like you have a little voice inside of you that's telling you that you have something that you want to share or make or create or sell or whatever, I really feel like it's important for you to take time out of your day and really resonate with those feelings, really listen to them. Because at the end of the day, like life is very short. Um, Mm -hmm. The world is a pretty complicated place right now, as I always kind of um, use a defense mechanism to joke about. But I really feel like life is short and... Um, don't waste your time doing something that you're truly unhappy in. I mm-hmm. think if you take some of that energy from being away from being unhappy in that job and put it towards something that you really love doing, which may take some trial and error, which I also think is important. It yeah. It will take some trial and error. And if you don't have a, a passion, I think that's totally fine. I think that's where having some curiosity and some sense of adventure into finding it um, will go a long way. Because I think we all deserve to live a life where we aren't constantly exchanging our time for money just to get by Mm -hmm. I think we all deserve to thrive and to be healthy and to feel fulfilled in what we do every day and that's coming from someone who doesn't have good mental health so you can trust me (laughs) (laughs) I'm very trustworthy yeah but honestly I I just made a joke again obviously to no just fuck up everything I said but I do hope that that, that's that's my advice I I agree with that and I would add and just say that if you are scared, and I'm I'm saying this a lot for myself as well, but if you're scared of putting something out there, know that at least there's going to be one other person that resonates with what you're saying, that relates to what you're saying. And if you put something, if you put content out there or you put art out there that actually makes one person feel less alone or less weird mm. or less like different, I think that content was 100% worth it. 100%. I love that. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, baby. Great. That was the episode, y'all. That was the episode. And if you ever want to talk to us about content creation or have any ideas for our future episodes or anything, we're open book, Drop us baby. a line. Drop us a We'd line. love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, us. All right. Love y'all. Love ya. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast and our TikTok, Accidental Friends. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you Thursday.